Hi guys, welcome to Health Tip Tuesday. I am your host, Trisha, and today we're going to spend some time talking about organic food. Before we start the episode, I want to remind you that I have a free Facebook community, Whole Health Empowerment Project, over on Facebook. It is for women like you who are feeling inspired to take some action when it comes to your health or if you need a little bit more support in there. It's my growing group. It's pretty new. So please join and you can be one of the original members and help make the mission of helping other women succeed when it comes to your health. So head on over to Facebook. When we talk about organic food, I think probably most of you have the same impression that I do is you're kind of walking down the grocery aisle and you see two versions of a produce and one looks, I'm thinking of apples. So the apples that are the conventional apples tend to be really beautiful and they have that shiny skin. And then you may have the apple next to it, which is more expensive, probably looks a little bit more dented and doesn't look as shiny and beautiful as the conventional apple. And they, that could be your organic apple. So I wanted to spend some time talking about what organic food is, just kind of clarifying this because I feel like there's a lot of misinformation out there um, when it comes to organic food. So first, when we talk about organic food, what does that even mean, right? So organic food typically is held to a different standard than your non-conventional food is. It's very complex when it comes to what the certification guidelines need to be for organic, but in a very simplistic way, it's essentially um, organic in itself is just this way that the farming practices reduce pollution and they basically like enhance the, the, the environment and they enhance the farm that the practice is being, that is being done on. Um, if it's livestock, typically those livestock are not given, um, you know, growth hormones, they're not given um, antibiotics, they're not, they live in a very like humane way and they're typically given uh, organic food as their, as you know, their feed that they're having that, that then you're then going to consume. So organic in itself, the, um, you know, back in the 1990s, there was this whole thing where people would say, oh, I'm an organic farmer, but it Nobody was at the same standard and there was a lot of confusion amongst consumers. And so there was a federal guideline placed because of that. And so when something is organic, typically you are going to see a USDA seal. And so that's usually like a circular product that says USDA organic on the ingredient or on the product that you're purchasing to certify that that is an organic product and it meets certifications from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So when we talk about organic food, it's typically broken down into four different categories depending on how much organic ingredients is in the product. So I think it's very easy to be like, oh, it's organic. The whole product itself must be organic, but that is not in fact the case. So typically organic food is broken down into four categories. 
The first one is 100% organic. The second is organic. The third is made with organic. And the fourth is organic ingredients. So when it comes to 100% organic, that's pretty self-explanatory, right? It just means that the um, the ingredients in that food are certified organic. So it is going to have a USDA seal on it to tell you that that product is 100% organic. The next one would be just USDA organic on the seal. So this usually has multiple ingredients. At least 95% of those ingredients have been certified as organic. So that means 5% are not certified or as organic. But in general, these are these products are also going to have a USDA seal on it to tell you that it's 95% organic ingredients. The next one is going to be made with organic. And this is typically like this could be multiple ingredients in the product that you're consuming, but only 70% of those ingredients are certified organic to have this made with organic um, labeling on it. So that means that up to 30% of the, the rest of the product doesn't have to have certified organic ingredients in it. And because of that, these products, the made with organic, um, you know, products are not going to have the USDA seal on it. And then lastly, these, um, the labeling that says organic ingredients, that means that less than 70% of the ingredients in that particular product um, are certified as organic. So that means, you know, more than 30% of that product it doesn't have ingredients in it that's organic. And, and because of that, that also does not carry a USDA organic seal on it. When it comes to 100% organic, organic, and made with organic, typically these food items are not going to have um, GMOs in it, genetically modified organisms. But if you have something that says organic ingredients on organic ingredients on the label that in fact can have food items or ingredients in it that is genetically modified. So if that's something that, um, that you look for just so that you kind of, you kind of have that information with you. So when it comes to organic food, you know, essentially I think the reason why I think some of the confusion is, is, is it, is it actually more nutritious than your conventional food items? Well, there's a lot of research that's still out you know, the, the conventional thought is that sure, it probably has more nutrition in it. Um, but you know, I guess they'd have to test every product to find out if that's actually true. And I, I just don't know how feasible that would be. So they have done some studies that suggest that sure, there are some, you know, um, think that foods that have antioxidants in it and the antioxidant properties may be greater with organic food. But I think the real draw, especially when it comes to produce, is the pesticide, the pesticide use. And so it is known that, you know, and the research does support that, that if you're buying organic food, it's going to have much less pesticide and pesticide residue left on the product. When it comes to nutrition and the livestock, right? So like if you're buying milk or eggs or 
or dairy or just having the meat from the animal that was raised organic, that might be a different story when it comes to nutrition. There have been some studies to suggest that, you know, if the animal was given because remember, if you're buying from an organic farm or a, a, a farm that's using organic practices, typically that animal was raised on humane conditions, a, a like lovely pasture, it's going to get organic feed. So what the research has shown is perhaps the omega-3 content of that particular food items is higher because the animal was given that good feed as opposed to something else that maybe doesn't have that nutrition in it. So there may in fact be a benefit and that's what the studies are suggesting with that. So in terms of organic food or not organic food, I think it's it's typically trying to figure out, you know, if you can afford to buy organic cuz that's where there is a really big, you know, that's where the big caveat is with organic food. Because the farming practices are expensive to maintain, that cost is then carried over the to the consumer. And so then you'll notice that organic food tends to be more expensive. And so, you know, it may not serve you to to buy everything because you may not be able to afford to buy everything organic, even with the best intention and the best knowledge that you have when it comes to food. So let's talk about, you know, what are the things that perhaps if you can buy organic might, might actually be something that's going to benefit you the most. So I'm not sure that if you guys have ever heard, and I'll put this in my show notes, it's um, the Environmental Working Group. So they basically have a website and it's ewg.org. And what they basically do is every year it's this nonprofit group and they test 46 different kinds of produce and they just, they look to see how much pesticide and how much pesticide residue is left on the produce. And they come up with these lists. They come up with the dirty dozen list. So these are the 12 produce that tend to have a lot more residue on them of pesticides. And then they come up with a clean 15 list which is the produce that has less residue on them. And so typically I would say that I would, if you can afford to, you know, concentrate on the produce that is on the dirty dozen list, which we'll talk about in one second, um, because that's where it's going to be. That is the produce that's going to have the most pesticide residue on it for that particular year. So for 2021, the dirty dozen list is as follows. It is strawberries, spinach, kale, collard and mustard greens as one group, nectarines, apples, grapes, cherries, peaches, pears, bell and hot peppers, celery, and tomatoes. So you'll notice too that most of these things are like, you know, they don't have a really, they don't have like a real big covering on them. So I'm guessing that the pesticide, it's easy to stay in there because they're probably harder to clean and they don't have like, it's not like a banana that has like a peel on it to protect it. And so these are the top 12. So these are the ones that are going to have the most pesticide residue on it. So these are the ones that if you're really thinking about if you need to go organic, maybe, and if you can afford to, then maybe the these are the produce or these are the food items that would be particularly helpful when it comes to purchasing organic. Now, when it comes to the Clean 15, because these um, items tend to have a little bit 
you know, tend to have less pesticide and pesticide residue on them. Maybe these are the things that you don't spend the money on when it comes to organic because they don't have as much, you know, the pesticide residue on them. So you may not need to do that. So the items on the Clean 15 list are avocados, sweet corn, pineapples, onions, papaya, frozen sweet peas, eggplant, asparagus, broccoli, cabbage, kiwi fruit, cauliflower, mushrooms, honeydew, and cantaloupe. This list or this EGW list that they publish um, yearly is essentially on e ewg.org and they you can sign up for their newsletter and they have a whole bunch of stuff on there and usually they'll you know they'll send you a list of the clean 15 and the dirty dozen and you can get on their email list so that you can get it each year as they test it but if you're interested in um, other like household items this ewg which again i'll put in the show notes has a lot of information on that so when it comes to like buying produce what do you need to do? Well, again, I would say that, you know, it is expensive. I, I totally get that and I'm right there with you. And so for me personally, I try to buy things that are organic, that are on that dirty dozen list. And then with the clean 15 list, I don't worry so much about the produce residue because I know that it's being tested and it probably has a little bit less, um, a little bit less or a lot less um, pesticide residue on there. I want you to remind you though that like you know I think we get all caught up in like all of this whole like pesticide use and I do think it is a problem obviously um but you know you, we want to just make sure that you're eating enough fruits and vegetables to begin with I think in this culture in the western culture we don't consume enough fruits and veggies and so fruits and veggies are a necessary staple of uh, for a healthy diet. So to have any fruits and vegetables is going to outweigh totally avoiding fruits and vegetables because of pesticide use. So when you buy your produce, if you're not able to buy things that are organic, just wash it. Wash your produce with um with water. There are, you know, there are other ways. I think there's lots of websites that tout like using baking soda or using vinegar. So whatever works for you. I just wash my vegetables in cold running water and that seems to do it for me. Um, but certainly there's other ways to protect you like you know, peeling your fruits and vegetables. They may remove some of the contaminants that are on there. Buying foods locally and in season when possible, those will help too. So I hope this helps. And, you know, if you have any questions, any more questions when it comes to organic food, come find me at Whole Health Empower on Instagram. I will see you there. See you guys back here next week. Have a good week. I don't know if any of you could hear my son crying in the background. He had just woken up and was saying, is he saying he was saying I want it to be night night time I want it to be night night time so I'm sure after a long holiday weekend I'm sure a lot of you feel that same way because I do too buddy I do too so we just got to get through a couple more days and I'll see you guys back here on Thursday have a a great couple days and I'll see you then bye-bye